Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, we ready right now. It's about time. with me we are command time talking everything commanders on time before the game after the game we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys this season let them know a little bit about the new show dt command time is um officially now on fans first sports network we will be having multiple appearances this year talking about the washington commanders and our upcoming matchups pre-game post-game so buckle up. I'm excited to join this new family and start this new journey with you, Kayla. You know, we came on the Shakedown DMV crew and they saw this and said, hey, we like the way we talk ball. So we're going to be talking ball up here now. Yes, sir. It's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. It's the small steps. You keep growing off of that. So let's get started. Last week was week one, a big week across the National Football League. But I feel like this game for the Washington Commanders was a little bit more special first game without Dan Snyder. It's a new era, new changes to the stadium, a better fan experience. We bought in a great offensive coordinator slash head coach and Eric Bieniemy. This team is riled up. It was like a little bit different for a week one atmosphere. What did you make out of the initial thoughts of week one before we get into the game itself? Well, week one was so special for me, seeing the fan base coming back and fill the stands up for the first time in my life I've seen since probably 2012 when RG3 was the quarterback his rookie year. We won the division that year. That's probably the last time we have seen the stadium that filled. But to be filled up like that week one with just mainly Commanders fan. and Yes, it wasn't the other team taking over. Yeah, and, you know, the benefit was, you know, Arizona, they're a team all the way in the West, but more of the story is don't even matter. Um, the fan base is 
is back, is buying into the team, and they, they showed the out. Fans, not just the fans have bought in, but the alumni have bought in. Over the years, it's been weird seeing other, not really weird, but it's been sad seeing other teams, their alumni come to visit, support them, do things within the community and things of like that sort. But it seems like after players leave here, that's it. You don't hear no no more too much about them. They don't come back and support, but it was all because who was at top. But to see some of the big names step back into that stadium, just put a smile on my face. Like I used to watch the old games with my granddad and still seeing them like, and they haven't been around for years, like Sonny Jerkinson coming back, Rigo coming back. It was like a lot of people coming back. RG3 running out that tunnel. That was special because the younger generation, that's who they saw who was winning games for us. And ever since that, it's been like a standstill. Names want to continue to come back. Clinton Porter's is back. Sam, it's just, it's it's going to just keep growing over the year as we continue to win, which is most importantly, as this fan and, and as this new ownership group continue to lead in the right direction on and off the field, it's going to continue to grow and everybody's going to be back. We're going to be back taking over the NFL. Yeah, that was a, a good point you brought as well. Um, the, the alumni is starting to come back. Um, it's pretty obvious that um, last ownership, um, wherever he had a relationship or not, he was uh, a big reason why a lot of these people did not come back to Ashburn, did not come back to FedEx Field, even associate with the team. Um, it was a it was a breath of fresh air. Um, Josh Harris, uh, Magic Johnson, Mitch Rails up in the okay. game. Uh, we're seeing Clinton Portis, Champ Bailey. Doug so Williams is everywhere. Smith is everywhere. Like, everybody's starting to come back and buy into the team. And that's what you want. You want the support from not only the fan base for the alumni, because they're the ones who shape and build this organization from a piece of crumb to three-time Super Bowl champion in the early 80s and 90s. And, you know, we're trying to get back to that. You know, I think we're still going in the right direction in a sense. Um, once again, we had conversations on other podcast spaces, uh, Twitter, and everywhere else. This is a big year for Washington um, under new ownership and Ron Rivera, Sam Howell, and EB. You know, a lot of these people have stuff to prove, and um, and, we, and it's going to be a, too. And it's going to be a big summer too. We got a lot of players that's on the last year of the contract, especially on the defensive line, and then it's a, a lot of other key positions that. Or on the last year of the deal. So people got to ball out this year. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and transition over to week one. Washington Commanders versus the Arizona Cardinals. Throughout the whole offseason, all you could hear was the Cardinals is tanking. They're, out of all the coaches, why would they pick up Gannon as the coach? Is, is Kyler really coming back? Um, where is the heart on this team? What play playmakers do they have? Caleb Williams, Drake May, Caleb Williams, Drake May. Why they just get rid of Isaiah Simmons? Different things. You just that's all you kept in across the media, across the NFL, and they think and everybody thought they was gonna fold like fold like some chickens. Like I don't think any NFL team goes into a season saying we want to win one game, two games, three games, or four games. Not a player, not a coach is going insane, none of that stuff. So it's just the outside talking. So come into the week against the Cardinals, they were very aggressive. They played like an NFL team. No matter the name, no matter if we knew the names, they knew who they had on their team. They were talented, even though they may be young, may not be big names across this league. They were hungry. That's what you want a young team to do is be hungry. Because you never know what may happen. And they was ready from start to finish. That defense actually kind of our defense took over in that third quarter with, with the offense 
pretty much was stagnant the whole game. All we, they could produce was field goals, but they was playing with heart. That defense was coming to play. They was making all of their tackles. They wasn't making anything easy. They didn't look like the last team in the NFL to me. So what was your initial thoughts of that game? You know, um, throughout the summer and stuff, a lot of us have said this is going to be an easy win. Uh, we should put, you know, 40, 30 points. Should be like since, you know, it was going to be a sold-out game in front of everybody, new offense, uh, defense looking to be going back to at least top three and maybe not even three on defense. And the defense did show out Sunday. But, you know, that this I kind of always went back and forth. I was like, as a fan, like, of course, I'm going to be very biased at certain times, but also I'm going to be very realistic. It's, it's a balance for me. Um, I did see scenarios where we could blow them out, but they haven't they haven't proved to me yet they haven't reached that part of their game that they could blow teams out. So uh, Kyle was always in the middle between – it was very ironic because one of the podcasts I said 23-9. I was legit three points off of our team and seven points off of the Cardinals. And the wild thing is they only did score nine points on offense. We we gifted them seven. And so – you know, I'm not really shocked that the game was going to be close because it's the NFL. These guys got to get bills paid. They're playing for something, too. Like, the front office is probably going to be tanking, but don't tell the players that. They they still have stuff to play for. We're not going in the locker room saying we won in zero games this year. Like, what? Yeah. They're making money. Like, they – they want to better themselves, not just for themselves, but for their families. For them to not put out no effort is just crazy. Like, you can yeah. have confidence, but to sit there and say they ain't going to win really no games this year, like, they ain't going to fight at all, nah. That's what any team in the NFL like, yeah, shouldn't have that mindset. And, you know, um, it, it, it stung a little bit for some people, but at the end of the day, you got to win. You got to win. Um, you're one to know in the books. Um, you didn't lose. I, I'd rather play a close game than actually lose. And we didn't lose. <laughs> we, yeah. we got the double one, and we're on to week two right now. Yes, sir. So but going back to week one, we're going to break down that game a little bit, talk about the offense, defense, and special teams. Like, what would you grade the offense as a whole? Or you can break it down as an offensive line, and then the skill groups, we're just going to break it down as a whole. Offense, defense, and special teams. What would you grade offense? What do would you like them to see them improve? And then what do you think got better since last year on offense? Well, offense week one, it was kind of hard to really give a grade, really give a, a player of the game offensively because it was just a lot going on. Um, it was raining too, like in the after halftime, heading to the third quarter, stop around going close to the fourth quarter. So I felt like the offense. It started out pretty good, but we're still doing the same stuff that EB is trying to kill with a sledgehammer, and that's self-inflicted wounds, and that's turnovers. Um, two turnovers in the second quarter is one of the main reasons why we didn't put as many points that we should have, and we get to them the points that they shouldn't even have. Um, Gibson fumble after a 17-yard dart from Sam Howell. 
um, and we were in the red zone, so that takes a drive off. And then you, in a two-minute situation, and Sam Howell fumbles the ball after a, a bad rep by Andrew um, Wiley, and Sam Howell, he got to hold on to the rock. Um, two hands on the rock, man. It's the NFL. But it's really hard to evaluate the offense. I, I got to see them this week, but I don't want – I'm not trying to give them like a, a bad, bad grade because I felt like for what I've seen and what they're trying to do, I love what they're trying to do. Get the ball out of his hand quick, um, attack. the. De- they're very aggressive on offense. But the thing is, obviously, you have a young quarterback playing and he's still trying to get a feel of the game and the speed because preseason speed is way different from the, the oh, regular season speed. So it's all about really if Sam Howell's internal clock starts to click, he, he's dangerous. Like when he's in rhythm, he, he can play with the best of them. Um, and he could probably even play better with his ceiling. But we, we're starting to see when he holds the ball on just a little bit longer than anticipated, um, it, it could cause some trouble somewhat. Now, it could be some good plays and bad plays, but um, it's just all about speeding up his clock. And I need to see more from the run game. Um, I think the questions we had with – when EB got here was mainly with the running backs personnel wise, like do these running backs fit? I think they do fit to an extent, but we don't have a guy that can go zero to 60. We have guys that can, you know, once it gets to the fourth quarter, they can grind you out and for maybe 23 carries for a hundred yards, you know, grind it out type of game. We don't really have a, a Kareem Hunt or Jamal Charles and all. I think that's kind of what's missing, but I'm still going to give Brian Robinson the benefit of the doubt. I still think he's a a, a good running back. Um, I just like to see them lean on the run game a little bit more so it can open up the play action for Sam Howell. Okay, so for me, I'm going to grade the offense from week one, a B minus, a few tips. One, you have to catch the football. Even though last week across the NFL, multiple teams were weren't catching balls, but that's something you got to harp on. That's something you should know, like to catch the football. One player in particular, I don't think this is going to be an issue all year, but you have to nip it in the bud once you start to see the problem forming. Because I don't think, once again, I don't think this is going to be a problem all year, but if it starts to be a problem, then minutes will be taken, I believe. With the coaching we have, I don't think they're going to allow that problem to continue to go in. But Logan Thomas was dropping several balls the other day, veteran tight, and I know he didn't have any playing time of preseason that doesn't matter you're a veteran tight end and some of those balls were catchable most of them actually were catchable to be honest you the drop you know were good drops were going down the field and then he gets messed up by a drop like we can't have that those small mistakes carry over and then that carries over to the sideline and that carries over to the field then the next drop you get another drop like it's you, you do have a young guy behind you that's actually healthier this year so if this keeps happening he can go out there just take your spot plain and simple you can be that veteran leader be in there but you can't keep dropping the ball with this offense plain and simple i don't think he will but if it continues to happen it has to be stopped if not you do have somebody who can get those minutes from him in a cold turner. So I think other than that, that John Bates penalty, I think was very much petty, but I think he played a solid game other than that yeah, one penalty. That was, that was a dumb petty. penalty. Petty. Like, I, I watched that petty. like four times and I didn't see anything petty. to that, just plain and petty. It was petty. It was petty. But like overall, 
I think our Titans are going to be okay this year. They're not going to be great. They're going to be okay. We do have um, other teams in our division who are having Titan problems as well, so it's not going to be too big of a problem. But Logan has to hold on to the balls. He has to. And then another thing on offense I did not like, running back's vision. I watched the game back, and I saw some holes that weren't taken advantage of. So they, they have to take advantage of those holes. And Gibby Gibson, Antonio Gibson, because I am used to calling that man Gibby. But Antonio Gibson, um, he cannot be having a fumbling problem. Last year he did good, but it was probably because he had less carries. But I think if he can just lock back in, he'll be okay. Like hold on to the football. You can't – this is a contract year for yourself. You already know running backs don't get paid enough. Take advantage of it, like. Hold on to the football. Definitely in the red zone. It's not the fact that you fumble. It's where you be fumbling and at what points at the time game you be fumbling. It's, it'd be so annoying. But I think he will bounce back. Because last year he only had one fumble all year. The previous year he had a lot of problems, but he had more carries. So if they split up the carries, hopefully he returns to himself last year. Just their vision got to be better because their running game could have been way better on Sunday. And then the receivers, they were, they were pretty good. That's why I gave them a B. And then Sam, he just got to – Throw the ball in time. Just get rid of it. Don't think, take the sacks. Yeah, I, I think for the receivers was you know, if Sam you know pulls a trigger when guys are open, I think they will have a much higher grade. And I, I heard a lot of complaints from people outside the fan base, uh, like, "Oh, y'all need to feed Terry." I mean, let's be honest. Like, as much as I want, I do want to feed Terry. I, I'm not saying don't feed Terry. But with the weapons we have and how, you know, he has that toe injury, I think it's okay for him not to always have a, have a big game when you have EB as the offensive coordinator. That's like, Deami Brown was open on that play-action wheel route, and Sam didn't even decide to throw it that way. He threw it to DeHaan. So I think our wide receiver is going to be okay, even without big production with uh, Terry this year, but Terry will still be involved in the offense. He's still the number one receiver. But I'm just saying, um, just for Sam's sake, um, once the more games he plays, the more he's more clicking, people are going right to Right now we got a good connection with Jahan going on right now. Oh, yeah. that Ooh, he might go on. <laughs> okay. So I, so I rated the offense Sunday as a B-. minus. So moving on to defense. I'm going to rate our defense. Would be fair. Want to be fair. So, one problem. One, okay, let me go back to offense. Before the B minus, two players that need to fix things Andrew Wiley, got to do better. And Logan Thomas, got to hold on to the ball. So, that's the main reasons I gave him a B minus in the same holding on to the ball too much. So, defense. Uh, uh, well, hang on. Who give him one defense? Well, before we go to defense, I'll say the two players that need to fix something. I already harped on how, but I'm not going to include him because I feel like he's going to be a little bit better. But the running backs and whole division has to be better. I think the offensive line, they blocked good, but it was too many whole opportunities where a three-yard run could have been a 15-yard run. Yeah, or a six yard run. Yeah, and the other player that needs to have a better game, it, it is Logan Thomas. I mean, we, we don't have a Travis Kelsey over here. So somebody has to be the lead dog in the tight end room. We do have a young guy in that room, Cole Turner. But for some reason, obviously, with veteran experience, they love Logan Thomas since he played the quarterback position, and he has had a good rapport with Sam. So a lot of those catches, you you gotta make those catches, man. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's it's the, it's regular season now, so 
that we need to tie it up. But the the defense, I'm gonna give it a minus. I'm gonna give it a minus. Um, we only gave up nine points, even though they did drive on us. the The only thing that will, will worry me a little bit is just probably slightly the run defense and how we manage the depth of the D line. We're deep in the D line, but FA Obata, he's on IR. They come at week four, but they, these games where we're going up against, they're they're very big the first mm-hmm. half of the season. Um, like Buffalo, you need those bodies. Uh, yeah, we need bodies. We're getting chased this week. Philly, we're going to need those bodies against Philly, too. Yeah, I, I think the depth and how they rotate a little bit. And I'm not really surprised that um, – Arizona even muster offense because we we were trying to figure out what type of off we were trying to figure out who the offensive coordinator was. I, mean, I heard of Drew Princeton, but I didn't know what he was going to run. Uh, ran some variation on the West Coast um, last week. Did some trick plays, misdirections to to push the ball downfield. But I, I like the performance and when the talent of the defense came from the defensive line and stepped up. That's when we needed it, and they stepped up and won us the game. So I'm gonna give it an a minus. Okay, so I'm going to give the defense an A minus as well. One thing, I, uh, two things. I did say the running defense needs to be a little bit better. However, Chase Young will be back, so I think that will help with the run defense because he's one of the best run defenders in the NFL. Once he when he's healthy, um, no ifs, ands, or buts about. It. I'm not saying he's the best, one of the best in the NFL when he's healthy. So that will help that that front. But one thing I am worried about is Cody Barton. I don't think he has grip of the defense quite yet. Kind of wish we still had Cole Colcom at this rate, but it's still early. I'm going to give him at least a week four because he is new to this defense. It is a harder defense to learn, but at some point you do have to pull and put Kaliki Hudson in because I think he understands the defense. He may be a little smaller, but he understands the defense. And I'd rather that than you running backs running right past you. You're not doing absolutely nothing or getting blocked out every Every play, I don't think that goes on you not knowing the defense. That just goes something else. But it's still just week one. I want to see at least two more games out of him. Not think Kaliki has to come in. Has to come in. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, that's really the only real issue I had on defense. Other than, like, one of the drives, he let them go down there. But they, they still didn't score. They bend but don't break in the red zone, which is what I love about this defense. And this week, I'm hoping we do get a few more interceptions, even though we did have one. I believe we have one on Sunday. Hopefully, we have at least two. No, nah, it was the fumbles. It was a fumble. It was the fumbles. Yep. I hope we do get an interception on Sunday. I believe we can get one. But those, they, you can tell the difference between last year. They were trying to get the ball last year. They weren't even trying. Balls were hitting them last Sunday. I think it wasn't as wet. They probably would have gotten one of them. And some players that stood out on defense was Emmanuel Forbes played a solid game. Sweat playing for that bag. Keep that same energy all season. Sweat. You get your bag. Curl playing for that bag as well. Keep the energy all season. Turn it up 10 times harder because you deserve that bag as well. And of course, from the start of the game, people don't talk about him much, but every week, you always see that number 22. Always see that number 22 making plays. May not be getting interceptions, key tackles, breakups in the end zone from the start of the game to the finish of the game. You see that number 22. Default making plays back there. Keep on grinding, young bull. Um, that's that's about it for the defense. Um, they're gonna I think they get a little bit better this week. They'll have a, a tougher battle, but we're gonna move on to special teams. What would you rate the special teams for last week? 
Uh, well, before the special teams, the really, I think everybody on the defense, other than the linebackers, ball. Like the linebackers are really my only concern. I'm, conf- I'm confident in my safeties. I'm confident in my corners. Confident in my defensive line. We get Chase Young back this week. It's really, um, Jamin Davis and Cody Barden stepping up to make this uh, a top three, not top three defense, bro. Like if if they make the play, if they be adequate just above average at the linebacker position, we have something on defense. And only Nick Pick is like, yeah, they got to catch interceptions. Uh, there were a lot of catchable balls on uh, last week. Uh, Forbes could have had a pick. Uh, Curl could have had a pick. Percy Butler. Butler, yeah. Butler could have had, mm-hmm. had a pick. Like, we're, we're starting to see the aggressiveness of the, um, the secondary is starting to play fast. Um, they just got to pull those in. And that's what we drafted Forbes for. And we got we'll get the picks. Special teams. I'm gonna give it a A. And the main reason I'm gonna give it an A is because of Cameron Cheeseman. That dude is cooked. I'm I, sorry. I would say he gotta just turn back. He I'm sorry. I'm that. sorry. Cheeseman <laughs> about to be doodle man. He he got a he. I don't know what he doing. But he needed to go back he to the way he was. I don't know why technique. he wanted to switch his technique. He told the, the staff that he like he doesn't like he didn't like his old technique. Well, I don't care what you like, sir. Um, Tressway is um you know elite, and we need you to go back. If you don't want to go back, adios, adios, adios. If, if we didn't but Jameson have... Crowder, Jameson Crowder looked good. Look on um, like yeah. back like himself Jameson as well. I think this year he's going when I don't know, but this year he's definitely going to run one back. Touchdown uh, this year before the year's I don't over. Think, I don't think he'll run one back, but I think he's gonna have a return longer than 15. I'll probably say like a 30 yard return. I said before the end of the year, he's gonna get one, he's gonna get one before the end of the year. But if Tressway's not on the team as a holder, I think we're, I think we probably would have missed some extra points this week, man. Because Cheeseman, that's that's he just got he got switch back. He, he got to go back to his old technique. You got to switch it back, bro. It's no way, cause whew. <laughs> All right, so so the game ended with us winning twenty to sixteen, one and zero. Oh, like Eb said this week, and other coaches, the only alphabet letter they care about is the letter W. That's what we got. Moving on to Denver, so let's talk about Denver a little bit. What did you did you see anything from Denver's game last week against the Raiders? Yeah, um, I watched the game. Um, it was a. I'm actually surprised at how and it might be because um, it's week one. It's early. A lot of players didn't play in the preseason, but I was I was surprised of how the Raiders kind of matched the physicality a little bit of the Denver Broncos, and they kept the game very close. Um, Russell Wilson had 34 pass attempts, but only 177 yards. So by my teacher's math, that's probably at least six or five yards per throw attempt at least. So he he really wasn't pushing the ball down the field. Um, They have health concerns in the wide receiver too. Um, Remember, Tim Patrick got hurt um, in training camp out for the year. Uh, Jerry Judy didn't play last week, and he's going to be on a pitch count um, coming this Sunday. 
I think I think Russell Wilson's still trying to work some things out. I don't think he's it's only one game. I don't think he's gonna be as bad as last year, but I still think he's gonna have some things that's gonna limit him when it comes to the I passing game. Step. Yeah. I think he's going to still be limited in some sense of form. But Devontae Williams is back. Um, he had 52 yards um, on Sunday. I think their offensive line is still a concern as well. Um, they signed Mike Leglici from the 49ers. He's basically Terrible. their Andrew Wiley. So he he's probably food um, come Sunday evening. Um, defensively, I like their defense. I think they're I think they're secondary outside of um Sertan. outside of Sertan and, and Simmons, it's pretty good. Um they can they can play with the best of them. The linebackers are fast, they're agile, they, they can get in the backfield for tackles for loss. Uh defensive line is, is pretty solid. Um the 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 questions I have for Denver is Obviously, I think their defense is going to be good. Can Russell Wilson go back to 2012 form? I don't think he has to be Russell Wilson where he's throwing 40 touchdowns a year competing with um, the Patrick Mahomes, the Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows of the world. But if he can go back to being the game manager, moving in the pocket, um, running, get some downs and stuff, I think Denver will be good. But if if he's not gonna uplift his offense and make it good enough, I'm I'm gonna have huge concern for Denver not only for this game but throughout the season because you you traded the whole farm for this guy and Sean Payton wasn't the guy who traded for him. So those are gonna be some question marks I have for Denver. Okay, so for me going back to the game last week for Denver versus the Raiders, a few things. One, their defense is still solid. Their front is still solid. People said they lost players, but they still look solid. Their linebackers yeah. are fast. Secondary, um, definitely still one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Um, safeties and corners are one of the best in the NFL. Not the best, one of the best in the NFL. Um, offensive, uh, offensively, we know going into this game, what last week they used their tight end that ended up getting injured. I hate injuries for any player, any sport, any team. Like, I really hate them a lot. Um, unfortunately, they did lose their tight end. And the tight end depth that they did have, they ended up trading them away um, to the Eagles over the summer. So that tight end room is a little, a lot, like, broken at this point. Yeah. And honestly, for us, we want to have to be able to stop the runs. I've been saying on spaces. I don't know what, it's, what it is, but I got a feeling P. Ryan is going to do something crazy against us. I don't know what it's going to be. He, he, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we'll – I think we'll be able to stop Williams. But I think P. Ryan, P. Ryan will cause problems. He's not no scrub. He definitely helped Cincinnati out last year, and they definitely missed him last week. Um, he can also catch. He's a sneaky little catcher out of the backfield as well. He was one of the top pass. He, he did catch like catch the most yards on that offense last week, um, as a pass catcher. So I want to see how we stop the running game against him. But I'm really not scared about Russ. We just gotta just get to him early, and which I think this defense will do. Get to him early and often, and then I think we'll be perfectly fine. What is your score prediction for this game? It's hard to do a score prediction because um, 
looking looking at Denver, um, I think this game is going to be one in the trenches, um, especially our offensive line. If our offensive line can run the ball effectively better than three point yards per carry, I think we're going to win the game. And I know Sertan is going to be following Terry, and um, we know Terry, even though he he does look good, I, I, it's obvious he, to him personally he's not fully in one hundred percent. You could but, tell he's like yeah, maybe I, a good eighty five. I don't think he's a hundred yet. I, I think this is going to be a Jahan Curtis and Deami Brown Cole Turner type of game. I still think Terry's going to get his receptions, but Jahan is going to be the one to lead the show going up against. I, I I like to see Jahan go against uh, Sertan, man. Me too. Me too. If, Me too. Let Han eat. If, if Jahan have that performance and he's going up against Sertan, it's going to be a, it's going to be nasty on Twitter. It's be time in September. And for for the defense, I, I think we're going to get to Russell Wilson. Um, if we can. If we can constrict their passing game and their passing lanes and rush the passer, but with fluidity and keeping him in the pocket, I think we can win this game. It's hard. I, I, I think this game is going to be close. It's going to come down to coaching to me. It's going to come down to coaching and it's going to come down to field position. If if we're punting, we're putting them in the – at least a 20, at least four times. I think that's good for us unless they take a shot play. And we got to get turnovers, man. If we get the turnovers to flip the field, it gives more opportunities for Sam and EB to cook up some things. So I think this is going to be – I'm seeing 23 to 17. Okay, I can see that. So you said 23 to 17. I'm going 24 – to 17. I say it's 24-17. Um, Commanders win and moving on to Buffalo 2-0. and And I also believe in this game, Sam breaks the record. Um, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Um, then he'll, he'll break the record to get a passing and a rushing touchdown in the first three starts in the NFL. Um, I would like to see that for him this game. Who's one standout player um, defense and offense of the game. Um, it's gonna make the biggest difference. Player for offense, I want to see. I want to see Brian Robinson. You gotta pick um, one. Gotta pick one. One for each. Yeah, that was it. I want to see Brian Robinson. Okay. Uh, I think. I think he's gonna have a way better game this week. Um, the passing game, in my opinion, is gonna set up the run game. Was that's what. EB's been trying to do, and I think it's going to be a little bit more healthier with in terms of yards per carry. And defense, it's got to be Chase Young. Chase Young's going to be back. Um, Can we see um, they say it's a snap pitch count, but I'm not going to say that. Um, If he's lining up against McGlinchey, (laughs) food. McGlinchey, he's food. McGlinch better get his knee. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. 
So you saying it's gonna be it's gonna be Chase and um Chase and B Rob. Um to me, since you said B Rob, I'm gonna go in a running back direction as well. I think Gibson has a better game, no fumbles, and I do think Gibby scores a touchdown this game. Um, I think it's gonna be a bounce back game for Gibson. Um on a defensive end, I'm gonna go ahead and say Cam Curl's gonna have a great game. Um, that's my two breakout players of the game. And do you have the do you have um the list of all of the NFL matchups for this week? To close it out. Uh, I, I don't have it on me right now, but uh I, I can remember some of the games at the top of my head. Um, okay, so we're going to start with – okay, we're going to go ahead and start with – let's go backwards. So let's go to Cowboys versus the Jets. Who do you have winning that game? Cowboys versus the Jets. Um, I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys winning. I got uh, the if Rodgers were playing, it will be way different. But I, the defense is going to keep the, the Jets in the game, but – if you're telling me to trust Zach Wilson going up against Dallas defense, I might as well go ahead and go to my phone right now and start Dallas defense. I'm still going to stick with the Jets to win this game. One, offensively, the even though the Cowboys had a magnificent game the other day, got to give credit when it's due. I didn't see that much from the offense, and I don't think the Jets are going to play with that little effort as the Giants played with. And the Jets actually have a solid defense. And also the Jets have a solid running game that I believe will help them out as well. So I think the Jets pull off the upset by three. So I say the Jets won by three. Next game would be it's not it's not in order. I'm just going by the off my head. The next game, the next game, let's go with the Giants. Giants versus, versus the Cardinals. Cardinals. Giants versus the Cardinals. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Cardinals. I'm going to go ahead and say the Cardinals win this one. Another hard-fought hard game. Um, the, the Cardinals playing with grit right now, so I think they can do that a few more weeks. They may slip away with a win. This may be one that they will slip away with. Play four quarters, same amount of grit. Dobbs can just use his legs a little bit more. And I think they'll be able to pull this one off against the Giants. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, it. If the Giants lose to the Cardinals, they might as well get they might as well get Caleb Williams. They they might as well they might as well throw the whole season away and take for Caleb Williams, bro. Oh. Not after week two. It, insane. It would be so insane if that happened. <laughs> I but, can see it happening though. I really can see it happening. I I have I have the Giants winning, but they think they thought it was going to be a blowout. No, the Cardinals are going to play tough football, and they're going to come up with some misdirection plays to keep their defense, I mean, keep their offense and have a shot to beat the Giants. I just think, you know, um, Josh Dobbs is a, a backup quarterback. But they're still, the Giants fans are still going to be a friendly. Okay, so next game we're gonna go ahead and go with the Titans versus the Chargers. Both of these teams are missing a few key players on offense. Yeah, I just seen Austin Eckler is out too. Oh boy, I might have to change my pick. Uh, they they need they need a running game, man. 
They they need. I'm a, I'm going to you like the Pats to help them? No, I don't. I don't. And like they they lost last week, even though it was Miami. It was Miami. They lost. I, too, I, I think it's the coaching for the Chargers, and I also have never been a fan of Justin Herbert. Still, will not be a fan of Justin Herbert. I've never liked him coming out of college. So, like, um, but I think it's coaching too with him. Yeah, I'm a. I had the Chargers winning, but I'm going with Tennessee. I, I think they're gonna first home opener, and they're they're gonna win. Yeah, I think it's gonna be tennis. I want to think it's gonna be the Titans as well. Um, yeah, I think the Titans won in that game. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of points scored, but I think it's gonna be. Because Joey Bosa is not gonna be playing for the Chargers, so that that may hurt that defense as well. But that's secondary. Uh, Jay Z Jackson. I was expecting more from him. It's still early though. Um, Tennessee. They you just run the ball down their throats. I think they can um, win and beat them. Um, next game, we're going to go ahead and go with the um, Patriots versus the Dolphins. 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 I think this is going to be a good game as well. Come down to the end, and I'm going with Miami. I've stated before, I got Miami winning that division. Um, I think they're pretty much well coached, honestly. And then they got talent and depth at the key positions. We're just going to help them. Um, I think still going to be a good game. I think um, Dolphins win. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and go with the 49ers versus the Rams. For, 49ers um, put a shellacking on the Steelers, and the Rams put a shellacking on the Seahawks. Mm. We might be sleeping on the Rams a little bit. I know it's week one, but um, I just think – I just think the well-known names on the 49ers defense is better than the unknown names, really, on the Rams defense. They still have Aaron Donald. Um, Matthew Stafford um, is going to be playing against that defense. I, I got the 49ers winning by 10 points. I got the 49ers as well, and I think it's going to be a comfortable win. Well, they got a well-run team, offense, defense, and Purdy looks healthy, which I thought he wouldn't, but he looked just fine out there. Um, we won against the Steelers. We're going to go ahead and go with the Jaguars versus the Chiefs. Yeah, you said the Steelers and the Browns? No, I said Jaguars versus the Chiefs. Oh, I heard Steelers. Um, he's gonna, I think Chiefs going to rebound. Um, a, lot, a lot of the issues that – opener was really just drops and Travis Kelsey being hurt when they were installing plays. Travis Kelsey comes back. Chris Jones come back. I expect the Kansas City team that won the Super Bowl to go back to Super Bowl form um, come against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, I feel differently. I think the Jaguars won by seven. I like what Jacksonville has. They have, they have a solid receiver room. They do have a balanced running attack and I like Trevor Lawrence and this team actually fought well against the Chiefs last year in the postseason. And I think they may have that little bitterness in their mouth. So I think the Jaguars won by seven. But I think week three, the Chiefs bounced back to the Chiefs that we all know. Bro, the Chiefs going 0-2 is disgusting. I can see it happen. The Jaguars almost beat them in the playoffs last year. And that's without – Yeah, that was – Patrick Mahomes got hurt, though. 
Like even after they were still playing a good game, even before that, they were still playing a solid game. And and Jacksonville got Calvin Ridley now. And who does to say that that Tony really um fixed his catching problems? Who's to say that? I don't think he got catching problems though. I think it was just a, a bad week for him. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the Buccaneers versus the Bears. Mm, this is this is a tough one. Um, I was disappointed in the, the Bears' performance last week um, between the offensive coordinator not letting Justin Cook and Justin not seeing the field all well to all the money they allocated for the defense, and they were still treated that. They got cooked by Jordan Love. I had the Bears winning, but I slept on it last night, man. They might go on, too. Um I still love the Bucks defense. Uh, I gotta go with the Buccaneers, man. I hate to do this. I'm going, I'm with, going the with the Bears. I think I think Fields will bounce back. He's been hearing the noise. He's been getting it from the media. I think they use DJ Moore a little bit more in this game, and I think they take advantage. It's not going to be a high scoring game, but I think the Bears end up winning this. And I think those defensive pieces. I don't think those linebackers play as bad as they did last week. I think they may have settled in. I think the um, Bears may win by like three. I hope they win. I hope they use what they traded for. You you can't trade for a top twenty type receiver and not use him. You, yeah, you traded from number nine. You traded from number one to all the way to number nine with the Panthers. You got their wide receiver one, and to have like two catches. Literally the same as Terry. And you got a wide receiver falling asleep out there. Like, I don't know what's going on with Chase Claypool, but some of these players need to like mental health is real. Like I like got to that point. Like it's really real. Like, what is really going on with that young man? Like, is he okay? I don't know. I don't know. I I hope he bounces back. That's That's all I gotta say. I hope he bounces back. So what about the Packers versus the Falcons? Yeah, I just seen Aaron Jones is going to be out for this game, likely. Uh, as much as I, uh, as much as I like the moves the Falcons made, I still they're still not feeding Kyle Pitts, and Drake London only had one catch last week. So teams are uh, going to stop their run, like. I don't think Riller can handle just being a passing quarterback. Uh, I can't believe I'm going back on my word, but I got the Packers winning. That, their their DB room is also good. Their yeah, I got the Packers back. winning. All, well, it's going to be a defensive game. I got the Packers winning. Okay. So we're going to go with Raiders versus Bills. Uh, Josh only got a rebound, right? Uh they 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 look bad. They got cooked um, to the Aaronless Rodgers led uh, Jets team. They're at home before they get ready for their week three matchup with us. <coughs> Excuse me, but this is get right game. Um, the Raiders they play inspired ball last week, but this um, they're still not there all the way, and uh, I feel as though um, they're going to stop the run. To the point where they're forcing Jimmy G to throw the ball. They may have Devontae um, Adams, but I still don't think it's going to be enough. So I got the Bills in the blowout. 
I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do have the Bills winning comfortably by 10 points. Um, even though the Raiders do have a solid offense, I think they're going to be above by the end of the year. I think they're going to be above the Broncos altogether. Um, only problem I really have with them is their defense, but I think they have gotten better than last year because last year's defense was like atrocious, like atrocious. So I think they've gotten better on defense. They do have themselves a little offense, but they're not going to be Buffalo. Like I do like Adams. I do like Hunter Renfrew. I look like their third wide receiver. I think Jacoby Myers, but I don't think he's playing this week. And then they also still got Josh Jacobs. They got um, Michael Meyer as the Titans. So they do have an offense. Um, it's just going to come down to coaching. But I do think Buffalo comes back and beat them by at least 10 points this game. Um, then we have the Seahawks versus the Lions game. This one's going to be a good one. High scoring, I think. Mm, yes, that's, this is a sneaky matchup. Um, Seahawks got embarrassed at home last week to the Rams. The Lions coming off their big win um, in the season opener against the Chiefs. Um, last year, this matchup was a shootout. Um it was definitely uh, a high-scoring game. I, I don't think it's going to be that, but I still think both of them will be in the 20s. But, man, them, them Lions fans better come out there with Shysky Mash, yo. So I'm going to leave with the Detroit Lions. They better not get embarrassed. Having them come out there with those masks on and get embarrassed. That would be hilarious. I just hope that no big fights or nothing comes from that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so this one is still a toss-up for me, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say Detroit, because the Seahawks still have a few injuries. I'm going to go ahead and say Detroit um, wins this one. Close game. Another shootout, but I think Detroit wins this one. Okay, we're going to go ahead and go with the uh, – we got two games left before we close out. We have the Colts versus the Texans. Battle of the rookie quarterbacks for the numbers. Maybe two not. The number. Maybe not. Because CJ Shroud been on the injury report. He's questionable. CJ, stop that. Stop that. Stop that. I'm CJ's serious with the shoulder. With his throwing shoulder. He's I know that, but CJ's going to play. I, I just talked to my father just a couple minutes ago. That boy going to play. He ain't, okay. ain't going to get on the field. Okay. He's going to play. Okay. Uh, as I was saying, the battle of the number two and the number three overall picks. Um, I was impressed with um, – I was impressed, but I was not surprised that Anthony Richardson looked good last week. Um, I think, obviously, he has the perfect offensive coordinator to use his skill set. I still think, you know, eventually when we get to the next offseason, I'm speaking way far in the future, they can add more in the wide receiver room to go with Pittman because, to me, Pittman is a wide receiver, too, that's being forced to be a wide receiver, receiver one. Yep. He's still a dog, though, but he ain't no yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I also, I also like what C.J. Stroud did last week. The only difference is um, one game was a little bit more competitive than the other. Um, this is D'Amico Ryan's first home game back, and as the head coach of the team that he played for, it's going to be a lot of motions. Um, I like the defense that Houston has. I'm going to take Houston. I'm leaning towards Houston as well. But I think this game goes to overtime. I think this game goes to overtime. I can see. 
I think it's going to be low scoring, but it goes to overtime. Like, but I think Houston pulls it off. They get their wide receivers back this week. Michi didn't play last week, but he think he's will play this week. And then Tank Dell was on a pitch count. They said they're going to use some more this week, so I think that will help CJ out a little bit um, since he will be healthy and playing. So I think the Texans will win. Their defense looked good. Um, I don't know why people weren't talking about their pass rusher the way they were talking about other teams' rookies, but he's been showing out. Like, he's been showing out even in preseason for the Texans. He's a dog, like pure dog, like art, pure dog. Um, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the final game of the week, which would be the Ravens versus the Bengals. Hmm, Jesus. They look bad. <laughs> You got two quarterbacks that just got paid this offseason. It looked bad last It's literally off, off by $5 million, and both, they, both of them did look kind of very off last week, especially with Joe Burrow. Uh, it really comes down to the health of the secondaries and the pass rush marriage. Cincinnati is way more healthier than Baltimore on defense, and if you're asking me to put – Brandon Stevens to cover Jamar Chase for 60 minutes, I would tell you you need to go ahead and apply for um, some special needs service because this this is not going to be good. Um, might need to be handicapped because them boys are going to cook. I, I got the Bengals winning. I, I believe Baltimore is going to put up points. But they can't stop the points from coming from the other side of the ball. Okay, I think Baltimore wins by three. I think um, it's going to come down to a Justin Tucker field goal. Um, it's going to be hard fought out. But the Bengals, they're going to have to run the ball because I did not see that last week at all. And their offensive line is still shaky to me. Even though the Ravens, I think the Ravens can score more points than them. I like their offense, even though Lamar played bad. I think they can bounce back a little bit. And Zay Flowers, he put he, he 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 gonna be he's really really special. Not the Bengals secondary just doesn't look the same like it did last year either. Um, so I believe the Ravens win by Justin Tucker field goal. Um, Burrow definitely has a better game. And Lamar has a better game. It's gonna be a closer game, but Ravens win by three. Um, and the last game is Monday Night Football: Steelers versus the Browns. You know, you, you know the the Saints fans play on Monday. You're right. I definitely didn't know that. They play Monday too. So we got, yeah, we got two Monday night games. Okay, so the first Monday night game will be the Steelers versus the Browns. I just left for space, and I just seen that watch. Um, Amari Cooper just act, reaggravated a groin. The Steelers banged up too. Yeah, I, I I would lean with the Browns, but I have questions about the wide receiver room outside of Amari Cooper. Can they step up? Um, they still got Elijah Moore. They got they got Elijah Moore. They got Jonathan People Peoples Jones. They got Cedric Tillman. I'll probably still lean with the Browns, but 
I'm going with the Steelers. Oh, I think they bounce back. I think TJ Watt in that defensive line steps up. And I think um, Pickett has a better game this week. So I think the Steelers win. In the final game of week two, Saints versus Panthers. Uh, Saints versus Panthers. Uh, I'm taking the Saints because of veteran experience. Um, I have a lot of questions with the offensive line and the wide receiver core of the Panthers. Um, it's it's almost as if like Bryce Young got drafted to literally Alabama plus, almost like no no true wide receiver ones. Um, they have a decent running back. Offensive line is very. And it shaky. really, really hurt. J.C. Horn out for a while. That hurts. That oh hurts. yeah. Speaking of J.C. Horn, uh, as much energy as people giving about Chase Young, I think we we need to have a conversation about J.C. Horn being a bus as well. Talk so, about it. If Chase Young can't stay on the field, why well, nobody has the same energy for J.C. Talk Horn. about it. But um. The Panthers team is a young group, and they're going to win games. I just don't see them winning um, this week against the Saints. I suppose the same way. I think the Saints win comfortably, I think, by at least 10. Um, the Panthers still got a lot of growing to do, and I do think out of this draft class so far, Bryce Young hasn't been as impressive as the other two so far. Um, but I think he's going to grow in the system. Um, this is all new to him, and he does not have the best offense around him. Um, that defense is still serviceable. It was better last year, but I, I think down the line they still won a few games. Um, I think but I think the Saints take them. Well, this wraps up first episode of not their time, not your time, not our time, not his time, not her time, but command time. Catch us again on Monday talking all things commanders. I'm talking about the games this past week and then the upcoming week ahead. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, kpal0922. Where can they catch you, DT? Yeah, you guys can catch me at D Cleveland Jr. Also, catch me on that Darius Ricks. That is the ends and I would need podcast page. Um, we'll be posting my week two predictions tonight, uh, when I get a chance. But, um, nice show today. Can't wait to see what we have in store after the game Sunday. Yes, sir. Command time. Catching us on the FFSN Network. See you Monday. All right. See you guys Monday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Got me feeling so free. time.